Hello, everybody, and welcome to Buzz, the State Hornet's new variety podcast on the State Hornet Podcast Network. I am Mac Irvin III. I'll be one of the co-hosts for this week. And joining me, we have... I'm Tara Genevico. I'm the copy editor at the State Hornet. I'm Dominic Vidiello, and I am a part of the broadcast and multimedia section. I'm Lauren Vinici, and I'm a part of the opinion section. And we will have revolving hosts every single week, so make sure to listen every week to get a new perspective on what we have to talk about. And for this first episode, we figure there's no better topic to dive straight into than Halloween. It is the holiday coming up. Of course, it's this Saturday, the 31st. And one of the things I figured we should talk about for our first topic is what are some memorable Halloween costumes that you guys have to talk about? I had some crazy ones. Like, it's so cr- I I see wigs coming back now. I dress. I wore wigs with every Halloween costume, but like, <laughs> they looked horrendous. Like so bad. It didn't even matter if it needed a wig or not. I always just put one on. Like I was Twister one year, and I'm pretty sure I wore a wig. A game Twister. Yeah. What do you yeah. mean? Like okay. my costume, <laughs> the spots. Like it literally looked like a Twister mat, and then my hat was like the little spinny thing you know the spinny that's thing. amazing <laughs> well, one year well okay growing up i did soccer my whole life and i was always a goalkeeper and i was a, i'd say i was a pretty decent goalkeeper so then my nickname was the wall so then one year my mom decided to paint a giant cardboard box a brick wall and that was my costume and she super glued a soccer ball onto it. So I literally walked around for like three hours in a cardboard box that said the wall. And it was a pretty dope costume. I have to say it wasn't the most accessible, but <laughs> if you walk through doors, <laughs> turn to the side. Turn to the side and give it a little shimmy, you know. About an hour or two in, there was some definite chafing going on. After that, I definitely, you know. I was carrying it, but you know, all around, it was, people really enjoyed the costume. They didn't understand it all the time, but it was a pretty fun costume. I uh, I feel like I can't top the wall, but um, I feel like I had a bunch of generic costumes. I tried to make my own costumes. Like one year, I was a fox, but and I swear I'm not a furry. Like, um, and I just <laughs> I have. I, that was in middle school, and I have this awful picture of myself in middle school wearing it, and it's just, it's not the move. But um, last Halloween, when I when I was dating someone, and my mom had all these Halloween costume suggestions for me, like for a couple's costume, she said that he, she said that he could be a vacuum cleaner, and I could be a carpet. But um, <laughs> imagine a better couple costume. That's top of the list: vacuum and rug. Yeah, uh, just it sounds so demeaning, though. It is okay. All her suggestions were like he was something that was like. I mean, a vacuum cleaner isn't very great either, but at least it's better than being the rug. And she she also said that it could be a Jurassic Park situation where like. He could be, I don't know, like a Jurassic Park ranger, and I could be a dinosaur, like a pterodactyl, because of my name. And I was just like, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I don't think I'm going to have anything that tops any of that. But (laughs) the one one costume that I can remember vividly was I was 
a grim reaper with a set of wings on and so i was out uh trick-or-treating with a friend in their neighborhood and you know we passed by one of those houses where they had like a stake in the front yard and it had a speaker on it uh the dude that lived at that house he could talk into the speaker with like a microphone so as we were walking by i just heard hey you with the wings hey you with the wings (laughs) it was just so creepy to hear that but, you know, we ended up talking to the dude. It was fun. That was a fun moment. But that's the only costume I can vividly remember. I, I, I'm sensing by the end of the night, you were the, the wingman. <laughs> oh, I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody used those words. But <laughs> let's move on to our next uh, topic, which is uh, Halloween stories. So, you know, obviously, I think mine just kind of bridged into the <laughs> bridge the gap between costumes and stories but what other halloween stories do you guys have to tell this kind of relates back into the costumes but one year i went as a ninja turtle so you know i kind of painted my face green my shell for the ninja turtle was actually this giant green trash can lid so i got invited to this halloween costume party and i was like i want to say probably like eight nine maybe ten we'll say somewhere around there so you know you know what? I'm having fun chasing around my friends. And I got, we're like running. I mean, legit sprinting. And I'm sprinting through this door. But, you know, I'm not like other kids. I have this giant trash can lid attached to my back. So I get stuck in the doorway and just, just fall. Just get stuck and just get flung backwards. And I'm sitting there like Ninja Turtle down, Ninja Turtle down. You know, 10-year-olds, 10, 10 man, they don't hold back. <laughs> so you're like a turtle that got caught upside down honestly <laughs> yeah oh my god you have a history of costumes that are just impeding your range of motion all the time i get that we could touch on um when did when did you guys stop trick-or-treating probably around like i would say i went trick-or-treating until like my junior year of high school just because like I couldn't drive, so I couldn't go anywhere. And like, my I have two younger um, siblings, and so they were already going out trick or treating anyways. And so, um, also, I would just go around in my neighborhood, and everyone pretty much like knew who I was. So I feel like it was a little bit more acceptable. But I wish I could still go trick or treating now. Like I want, like there's there's right? some, there's something about getting other people's candy, even if you're if you bought the same for your house. It like someone else's skittles tastes different tastes than better, like the the big variety pack my mom got everything tastes better when it's free yeah <laughs> i i mean i would say i probably start i started like stopping trick-or-treating at a very early age i'd say i probably around 13 or 14 just because i was like i mean i did have some you know troubles with some homemade costumes so that might have affected me down the road but i start. i just I didn't see the point in it. And like Lauren said, if you have other siblings, like they come home with candy. Like, yeah, I had stopped. I initially stopped around like 12 or 13 just because I wasn't enjoying it anymore. Also, the neighborhood I lived in wasn't really in the giving out candy spirit. So that kind of hampered me as well. But I went trick or treating one more time when I was uh, in my sophomore year of high school. I was supposed to meet up with a group of friends and, uh, yeah, long story short, that meeting never happened. My phone died, and I was in the dark by myself. 
with a little crank radio <laughs> and a crank up flashlight. So yeah, um, I pretty much worn off uh, trick or treating after that moment. I don't blame you. That's kind of traumatizing. Um, <laughs> oh, I guess I'm the one who's been trick or treating the longest here because I went into my senior year of high school. At least Lauren went into her junior year. That makes me feel a little better. Um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I what we we stopped. I had friends who went with me, and I don't think any of our neighbors really minded. It would just, the reception would just be like, they'd open the door and just be like, oh, um, you guys look a little old. And we're just like, yeah, so anyways, um, can we have some Snickers, please? And then they gave it to us, because I don't, I don't know how many trick-or-treaters they get, but, like, they got to get rid of their candy some way. Like, and I don't know, I don't, I don't have, like, my my only sibling is my brother who's three years younger so like by that time he was like an old kid too and like so i don't don't have like little tiny siblings to mooch off of their candy for so i just had to do it for myself and sometimes (laughs) sometimes when we were trick-or-treating like my friends thought we were really quirky so we decided to sing like christmas carols before they open the door instead of saying trick or treat that i mean it was kind of fun some fun memories um they were definitely confused it's just like that and a combination of us being like 17 year olds they probably just gave us candy so we could leave but um okay this is so weird i just i can't even believe i used to believe this but like my parents used to do something for i have two younger sisters called the great pumpkin and basically we'd go through our candy we were allowed to keep like a certain amount of pieces i'm guessing like 10 15 pieces of candy and i don't even know if we got like a present for giving it up or whatever but we would put it all away like the day after halloween and the great pumpkin would come and take it and then like leave us something whether it was like a bigger piece of candy or what but i just think that was my parents way of like not using candy is like, I don't know, a bribe to like get us to do something. See, that sounds that's that good. That seems fair enough. It makes sense. My, my whole thing growing up was the first night you get to eat as much as you want, good <laughs> or bad, and then the next day it's just kind of like a scavenger hunt because my mom would just hide the candy because I'd eat so much the night before, and then. I mean, honestly, I feel like I've had a point towards like a month later, a month and a half later, I stumbled across my Halloween candy and like tried to eat a bunch and it had just like, it was not good, but it's like, it's your Halloween candy. So like, you're going to do what you want. Like, I'm going to eat this bad candy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I would like ration out my Halloween candy just like for the longest time, like for beyond a month, I would sort of eat a lot the night of, but then I knew my mom would always like steal my candy for herself. So I always had a hiding spot for it, like in a pillowcase in, in like my underwear drawer or something. I don't know. But sometimes she still find it. Like she would actively like go through my room and try and find my candy stash and eat it. And I took inventory. So I know what she was taking. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> I love that taking inventory. <laughs> regarding candy what's everyone's candy tier list we gotta what's the plan with this i like that segue are we gonna um five candy bars 
Well, I'll tell you what's at the bottom of my candy tier. Like, you know how you know how tiers go like A through F? Well, this this is no this isn't even a letter. It's like doesn't exist on my scale. Candy corn, I can't stand it. And I hate it. So Come you on. guys can take that Come how on. you will. <laughs> it's so you can't eat a lot, but they're so good. Come on, that no, is they're not. But they're not. I mean, I'll agree with Lauren. Maybe like four or five and I'm done. Like, I don't want any more. They're kind of just, like, in the way at that point in time. But, like, I feel like Mac, like, if someone puts candy corn in his, like, bag, he, like, looks at them and be like, so you're really going to disrespect me like this, giving me candy corn? Like, oh, I do it. I do it. I do it the professional way. I take it, and then I talk, and then I talk trash when I get away from the house. (laughs) Oh, no, I, I like candy corn. I know a lot of people hate it. Like, I could eat a whole bag, for real. I don't know. I remember when our teachers would give it to us in elementary school. I would really like it. And then the other kids would just give theirs to me because, like, no one else liked it. I feel like candy corn, It like, you can't take candy corn out of Halloween. Like, even though it's not that good. Or I think it's good, too. They're like, whatever. But it's like candy canes with Christmas. Like, I don't really like them, but you can't just, you know. Exactly. You know, that's a great way to put it. Mm. It's a position. Sure, whatever. If we're going to the top of the list, everyone's number one candy that they will trade anything for. Kit Kat. I really like Snickers or like peanut butter Snickers. Twix for me. I love Twix. Mm. You know, growing up, I've always hated Almond Joys, but like I say that because I never tried one. But then once I tried one, I was like, God damn, I will do many things for an Almond Joy because they are very delicious. I will always trade for an Almond Joy. Anna, how much would you do for an Almond Joy? Mm, that's a loaded question. <laughs> I mean, I'd be willing, okay, because Almond Joy number one, I'd probably have to say like Kit Kat or Reese's number two. I'd be willing to trade like at least up to three Reese's for one Almond Joy. Like, that's how much I'd be willing to. You're going to trade a Reese's for an Almond Joy? I agree. I never tried Almond Joys until I was a little bit older because my mom, those those were my mom's candy to steal. Just yeah. Just Almond Joys. And then I tried, I was like, oh, I like coconut? What? Exactly. Bro, same exact mindset. Same exact mindset. Crazy. Uh, okay, what about, like, king-size candies versus minis? Okay, so growing up, there's always those like three to four houses that you know has king size candy bars. Would those houses that pass out king size candy bars be the first hits or you get them on the way back home? I would say first because like if you get them on the way back, everyone else would have already taken all of them. They can only buy so many king size candy bars, then they run out. True. Definitely the first go. I've always wanted to be that house that passes out like the big candy bars. But then you look at the price of how much they are, and that ends that hope right there. Those people are dedicated. Yeah, one year. I always thought those people people were, like, rich or something. You know, they they have, like, the same kind of house as me, but I'm just like, how can they afford? You have to be well off if you're going to buy king-size candy for the whole neighborhood. I remember my friends or people around school would always talking about going to more rich or well-off neighborhoods because they're like they always have the best candy 
but I never tried it. I don't know if any of you guys have. No, I always trick or treated where me or my friends lived. We would never like plan out to go to specifically rich neighborhoods. I would just hit my neighborhood first and then like you'd go to like your grandma's house and like hit her neighborhood or something like that. Yeah, like back to the king size can't like in in my neighborhood, we always knew the houses that would give them out because their driveways were like I live in like a really hilly town and so if some of the driveways are so steep like it takes like five <laughs> to just walk up and so at the top you're like it's like uh like the Krabby Patty from Spongebob just like waiting at the top like there it is. <laughs> and- <laughs> they they do they're like if you put the time and dedication to climb up my driveway yeah. I will give you a key <laughs> you've earned it yeah. like it, would you go to a house and it was if it was the end of the night and they were, they just had like horrible candy selections left, like would you take what you could get or would you just pass it up? Because like for King Size, for example, so like if there were just like a pack of M&Ms or Hershey's bar, forget it. I'm, I'm not. I'm just. No, nah, you can't. I don't like- know. I've never turned down candy. What do you mean? Like you just went up to the house and they're like, well, this is what we got. And you're just like, yeah. <laughs> like not good enough. For you. <laughs> you're like. I'm too good for that. Those were the worst, like the yellow boxes. No, you can't be about that. You can't have that mentality when you're a kid trying to get candy. (laughs) It's whatever you can get, somebody else will eat what you don't like. Exactly. That's just another trading opportunity. Exactly. You can always trade it later. Or my mom will steal it. If you can't trade it at home, then go to school and trade it the next day. True. You guys ever have the houses who did the cardinal sin of passing out like dental floss or raisins or apples i've had all of there is there was a lady who passed she was a librarian so she passed out books wait that's oh my god books i mean i would always take a book don't get me wrong i'm not turning away which i feel like lauren's theory should be like turn away books not candy but i would always take a book and never read it did you get to choose like which one or is just there was a variety like she had sections of like genres like like it was really well put together wait did you have to like go into her house to look at the books she would have a whole stand like a book stand in front of her house okay because i thought that'd be creepy if she's like oh you can just come inside i got the whole library back there (laughs) have you guys ever had houses where like they try and scare you or something there was always this one house where there would be a scarecrow and the guy, there would be a guy in the scarecrow, but we never knew until you get up there and then he like pops out. He did that every year. So I like just ended up not going to that house. <laughs> I was like, fine. Okay. If that's how you want to play. Yeah. We had a few haunted houses. I remember like one time a guy dressed up as a werewolf and like chased one of the neighborhood boys like down the street. Got a good ride. That's dedicated. I had one neighbor who, like, when you open the door, he would have, like, a chainsaw. I think it might have been a fake one. But, like, that would just be the talk around the neighborhood while you're trick-or-treating. And then I'd be like, okay, so I'm not going to that one. I hope it would be a fake chainsaw. Can you imagine a real chainsaw? (laughs) I don't know. I I was, as a kid, I was, like, I was so frightened of, like, every little thing or like halloween decorations so i'd really try like there was this one house that had like this like animatronic zombie thing it was just like the zombie front half 
and it just like crawled around the driveway and i i did not go to that house i was ter- i stood on the corner and then my parents like went up and i think the neighbors felt bad and i they brought me up candy but i was terrified regarding halloween movies are you guys more of i want to get the crowd scared out of me or oh this is an awesome halloween movie like this is very like thoughtful and nice I've never been about scary movies. Like I'm not, I don't think I'm afraid of them. It's just not something I do by myself. Like I would have to watch it with a friend or like a group of friends or something like that. Absolutely. If you think I'm watching a scary movie by myself, you're off your rocker. Okay. I need that emotional support. (laughs) I'm like personally into just like the, the older Halloween movies, like all the ones on Disney plus and stuff, just because I like scary movies and I feel like I can watch those year round, but I'm just not the kind of person that would watch like Halloween Town in February. Oh yeah. I don't see why you'd watch Halloween Town outside of October. Yeah. But during October, it's just on repeat. The best. I have to watch that every year. Every year all the Halloween towns are always getting watched. Like there's no way around it. You have to watch them. And then like one of my favorite movies growing up and that I still watch every year is Hocus Pocus. Like, it's a great movie. Somebody asked me the other day what my favorite Halloween movie was, and I was like, I don't know. Can I look up a list? <laughs> I think, like, one of the lists I found online was, like, Clue is a Halloween movie. I was like, all right, let's go with that. But I don't I don't know if we know if that's Halloween-ish. But... It, Clue isn't technically, like, a Halloween movie, but I guess that's kind of mysterious. And it's about murder, so I guess that's sort of Halloween. It's like in the same way Die Hard is a Christmas movie, just in name only. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys like Harry Potter? Because, like, ABC Family will always run, like, the whole Harry Potter marathons, like, on Halloween and Christmas. And I feel like that kind of correlates to, I love Harry Potter. They care about it. Harry Potter is very good. I didn't know they would do that i didn't know they classified harry potter as kind of like halloweenish type movie so i feel like yeah. i feel like if it's spooky or mysterious they'll classify it as a halloween movie oh okay yeah, true but yeah I, harry potter's great i know well some of the movies take place during halloween time so i guess yeah that's mysterious. Right, correct hmm. i remember one time for halloween when i was little i dressed i tried to dress up as hermione from Harry Potter, but everyone just was like, oh, you're Ginny, right? Because of my hair, my red hair. So I was like, I'm Hermione, I swear to God. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be complaining now, but I was very upset then. That would be you're Hermione in my eyes. Thank you, that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and that's gonna do it for our first episode of Buzz brought to you by the state hornet podcast network make sure to keep an eye out next week there'll be an all-new cast of hosts 